at Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Vox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast for 2018. I am your host, Ryan Skullrude. It has been quite a journey through that, uh, throughout this entire season. Uh, you know, we had, we're looking at championship week now. Last night we went over the uh, the first half of the games for uh, week 16, where most leagues are playing their championship weeks. Uh, tonight we'll uh, we'll go over the last eight games. Uh, again, just to reiterate, we will not be going over any episode, or we will not be doing any episodes uh, next week. Uh, for those of you who do have championship games in week 17, uh, we We'll be answering DMs on our social media channels. So on Facebook, through the uh, Facebook Skull King, Skull King uh, Fantasy Football Group. Uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram, uh, Skull King Football. You can find us on Twitter, at Skull King FB, or my personal Twitter, which is Skull King Ryan. Uh, so yeah, so we, again, we're allowing uh, ourselves the time to spend some time with family. Uh, for the holidays, and we hope that you do as well. Uh, just a couple notes before we get into the uh, uh, into the headlines for the day. We want to thank everyone uh, who's actually taken the time to listen to our podcast throughout this season and throughout the last three seasons. This is uh, our the third season we've done uh, the podcast, and and thanks to you guys really um, that have taken the time to listen to gain what knowledge you can from us. If you know if we've provided that for you. Uh, we finished off this season uh, on iTunes as the number eight podcast for under the under the search term uh, fantasy football advice, um, and on Castbox we finished as the number two podcast for fantasy football advice. So if you want to find us, don't just look up fantasy football because you won't. There's so many different fantasy football podcasts. Uh, we kind of get lost in the shuffle. To be completely honest, however, if you are looking for fantasy football advice, put that into your search terms and you will find us near the top of the list. So um, we want to remind you guys all, even though this is the last episode of the season, please subscribe to the podcast uh, on whatever uh, channel it is that you listen to. Again, iTunes, CastBox, Google Play. Uh, let me see, what other, what other ones are we on? Uh, we're not on SoundCloud anymore. Stitcher is another one that we're on. So if you guys make sure that you subscribe to the, the podcast, let uh, your friends and, and family who are into football and into fantasy football know to subscribe to our podcast. We will be, we are in the beginning stages of looking into how we are going to uh, and when we are going to start up next season. Uh, we may go back to what we did a couple, uh, couple years ago and start with the NFL draft and looking at uh, potential fantasy footballs. Um, uh, players that could be helpful 
uh, who are rookies this year or, or who will be rookies next year. So we may go back to doing some of the interviews with NCAA play-by-play guys, uh, digging into the NFL draft and, and, and doing that. So, again, we have already started on doing a little bit of planning and, and trying to get some insight into what we want to do next year for you guys to help you guys rule your fantasy football leagues. One more thing, if you guys could go to the website, SkullKingFootball.com, uh, on the front page, you can actually get onto our mailing list, enter in your, your name, your email address, and when you do that, you will actually um, get an email every time that we post a new article. Uh, you'll get uh, you know, a, a thing at the, I believe, the end of the week, our latest articles that we have posted, just to help keep you guys up to date with what's going on in the world of fantasy football. And I believe that is it. So that's it for the beginning. Let's go ahead and get into today's headlines. Today's headlines. Well, to start it off, uh, breaking news uh, as of today, Coach Dan Quinn has actually conceded that Devonta Freeman, uh, with his groin injury, who went on to IR at the beginning of the season, will not come back. He is officially now done. Um, is not going to make it back. And there's really, honestly, at this point, there's no need to rush him back since they're, what, five and nine at this point in the season and won't be able to make the playoffs. So uh, probably a good call on their part. And uh, so Devonta Freeman will be back next year. Uh, Pat Shermer of the New York Giants said that he does not expect wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver Russell Shepard, or their center Spencer Pulley, Spencer Pulley uh, to practice today. I don't believe they actually did. Um, he said, still, there's no plan to shut down Beckham. As far as we know, Russell Shepard is basically just getting uh, a day off since at this point, if Odell cannot go, Shepard becomes the wide receiver one for the team. And so I think they're just trying to give him rest to keep him as healthy as possible. Um, moving on, Bill's uh, LaShawn McCoy said that it's kind of a touch and go week ahead for him on whether or not he'll play. At this point in your championship, on your championship rosters, I would not trust LaShawn McCoy at all uh, going into this, uh, going into this uh, championship week. There are much better options. There may, be, may even be better options on the waiver wire. They just have not been using McCoy uh, really all that well um, with uh, Josh Allen as the new quarterback. That's, uh, Josh Allen, I believe, is actually leading the team in rushing uh, since he uh, – uh, came back from injury and took over the starting job again. So uh, just a couple of quick side notes. Uh, wide receiver T.Y. Hilton did not practice Wednesday. Again, I believe this is just a, a veteran's day off that they're giving him a little bit of rest. The Dolphins place uh, running back Frank Gore on IR. Um, he is done for the season with his sprained ankle. Again, the, the Dolphins are base, basically out of it. Um, you know, there's a slim chance they can make the playoffs, but at this point, there's no sense in trying to keep Frank Gore going uh, at this point. Uh, Rashad Penny looks like he is possibly going to be missing this game. I think that's part of the reason why the Seahawks yesterday um, signed Bo Scarborough off of the uh, scouting team for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, and a quick note on here just that uh, I, I'm seeing Chris Carson. Uh, when Rashad Penny misses games, he's missed three this uh, this season. In those three games that Penny has missed, Chris Carson has gone for, in week five, 20 touches for 127 yards. In week eight, he went 27 touches for 124 yards and a touchdown. And in week 15, 
28 touches for 148 yards and a touchdown. So if Rashad Penny misses, they're going to be giving Chris Carson the ball a lot. So I think that actually pushes Carson into that low-range running back one possibility uh, for Week 16, which would be huge, especially against the Chiefs defense. There really has not been able to stop anyone, whether on the ground or in the air. So uh, for those of you who have Chris Carson, feel, uh, I would say uh, uh, feel free to, uh, to put him in your lineups and have him ready to go. Um, Julio Jones, again, getting Veterans Day off, not practicing on Wednesday. Uh, looks like the, the uh, um, Carolina Panthers are shutting down Cam Newton for the season. They're, you know, at this point, I want to say 99%. They have less than 1% chance of making the playoffs. So they are out. Uh, Cam Newton is done for the season. Their quarterback, uh, was it uh, Trevor Heineke, is now going to be uh, the starting quarterback for the last two weeks of the season. Uh, Tyler Boyd was not at practice, was not in the locker room during the open period for this uh, for the um, new staff to come in. I'm guessing Boyd may be done for the season as well. He's at least probably going to miss this next game. Sammy Watkins remains sideline at practice. He's been dealing with a foot injury back and forth. If Sammy Watkins misses, I believe that uh, Connolly is worth a start as a flex play um, in a game that could be pretty high scoring this Sunday night. Jordan Reed remains sideline on Wednesday's practice. At this point, I still think he's going to play. It just, you know, he's dealt with injuries all of his career, so that's just kind of the the uh, the risk you run when you have Jordan Reed on your team. Um, Deshaun Jackson actually returned to practice with his thumb injury. Uh, Aaron J Rodgers is not being shut down for the year. He is playing this Sunday against the Jets. Keenan Allen got hit a day off with his hip. He should be. I'm, they're hoping that he's going to be healthy uh, for this game on Sunday. Uh, Joe Mixon was limited in practice on Wednesday. Not a big deal. Zach Ertz limited in practice. Again, veterans getting some time off just to make sure that they're healthy for uh, the final weeks of the season. Steelers Pro Bowl running back James Conner. Not ruling himself out for week 16, but says that he is not ready yet. All indications are that he is not going to play in this game against the Saints, which means that if you have Jalen Samuels, especially in Yahoo leagues, yay Yahoo, um, if you have Jalen Samuels in any of Yahoo leagues, this is the week, again, to start him at your tight end position uh, so that you can uh, work some other guys into uh, your flex plays and possibly even your running backs. Uh, Sean McVay says that C.J. Anderson might play a role as early as this week in the Rams offense. They've pretty much sealed up almost to the point of sealing up that first. I think they've sealed the first round by at this point, um, whether it's the first overall seed. Um, no, we, we have to see yet. So I think the Rams, the Rams have to win. I, I think the Rams have to win out and the Saints have to lose a game in order for them to get the number one overall seed at this point because uh, the Saints hold the tiebreaker and the win loss. So uh, just interesting that C.J. Anderson might already get some playing time, especially as far as we know, Gurley is healthy and we're expecting him to play. But just, you know, again, very interesting to see how that's going. Um, oh, yeah, Coach McVay, actually, he does expect Todd Gurley to play in the game against the Cardinals in Week 16. 
Uh, Kenny Galladay limited in Wednesday's practice. Marcus Mariota upgraded to full participation Wednesday's practice, so he'll be good to go for their uh, their matchup. Uh, if he couldn't get, you know, if you, it it sucks really to be a a running back for the the Green Bay Packers last few years. Jamal Williams after Aaron Jones gets puts on IR gets put on IR last week. Jamal Williams is now dealing with the toe injury, and so we'll see how healthy he is for this weekend. Um, carry on Johnson officially was placed on the IR by the Detroit Lions today, meaning, uh, again, it's going to remain a split backfield between LeGarrette Blunt, Zach Zenner, and Theo Riddick. And I believe that's it. Yeah, there's more James Conner news. It's basically repeating what I already said earlier. So that is it for the headlines. So why don't we go ahead and jump into the matchups for this week. Real quick, before we get into this, I do want to give uh, one more quick shout-out. I know that we've kind of been advertising them all year, uh, been advertising for StatRoute. They have been an absolutely phenomenal stats company uh, to help us with our research uh, for the podcast, for the articles that we write. They have been an absolutely amazing company. I really think that you guys should check them out. Uh, if you're doing a fantasy for next year, uh, I believe uh, you can still get their subscriptions for their football stats, if you want to get a little bit of a jump on next year, I believe it's about, well, if you use our promo code SkulkingFF, you can get 25% off your your monthly subscription. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, I encourage you to check them out. Again, we want to thank them so much for uh, everything that they've provided for us uh, for this past season. They've helped Justin and I with our rankings, helped us improve our accuracy with how, uh, you know, we we rank individual players. Uh, individual positions. So again, we just want to give that last shout out to uh, to StatRoute for all the help they've provided uh, this uh, 2018 season. So, all right, let's get into the matchups. Starting it off, uh, we've got the Falcons visiting the Panthers. The Panthers have lost now. Is it six or seven games in a row? After starting off six and two, after starting off six and two, they've lost six in a row. And so, um, with the Falcons. We're starting off, uh, Matt Ryan I have as a quarterback one. The Panthers' defense has struggled, even at home. Um, Julio tends to light up the Panthers, whether they're in Atlanta or in Carolina. Julio just seems to own the Panthers' defense. So, I mean, he's an elite wide receiver one. You're not going to not start him unless he is injured. Ridley I have as a wide receiver three. Hooper I think is a mid-range tight end one. I think he's definitely usable in this game. And Coleman, uh, he's been back and forth all season. Hasn't really put up the volume that everyone was expecting once uh, Devonta Freeman went out. However, I still think that Coleman can put up running back two numbers uh, for this week, even with the the uh, the very good uh, linebackers for the Panthers' defense. Um, Coleman's ability to catch the ball in the backfield, I think, will be a help uh, in getting uh, in getting his stats up uh, to put up. Uh, uh, again, running back two points for championship week. As far as the Panthers go, with uh, Trevor Heineke now as the starting quarterback for the Panthers, this is actually this is going to cause some issues, I believe, for the Panthers' uh, offense. I think they're going to run the ball more with McCaffrey if they can. Again, the Falcons are one of the worst teams in the league in defending not only the pass but also the run. Although they do have the Falcons do have their middle linebacker Deion Jones back. Uh, I think McCaffrey actually drops. He's no longer, in my book, an elite running back one. I think he moves down to that 
uh, mid to low running back one just because they'll be able to focus. I believe the Falcons defense will be able to focus more on trying to stop McCaffrey and making Trevor Heineke beat them, throwing the ball out to DJ Moore or to Curtis Samuel. This makes them, in my opinion, more wide receiver threes, uh, boomer bust potential instead of, you know, more kind of sneaking into that wide receiver two. Even Samuel is somewhat sneaking into that wide receiver two uh, um, area some weeks with some of his consistency. I'm, I'm dropping them down to wide receiver threes this week. And Ian Thomas, um, again, we just don't know how it's going to work out for him. Again, new quarterback. I think that he is really solidly in the tight end two, low end tight end one maybe. Um, it all depends on what kind of pressure the Falcons can get on Heineke and if he needs to dump, off the, uh, dump the ball off to the, the tight end um, a little more than maybe we would expect. So that's it for the first game. The next game, we've got the Giants visiting the Colts. Um, you know, I understand that Barkley had a little bit of a rough game this week. You are still not going to not start Saquon Barkley. He is number two in the league in rushing yards. He has had an absolutely phenomenal rookie season. If you have Saquon Barkley on your team, you are going to start him. I'm not going to not put Saquon Barkley in my lineup against the Colts. I know that, again, the Colts have played pretty well, pretty good defense. Uh, the last few weeks, you have to start Saquon Barkley because it's not just the fact that he can run the ball so well, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. And again, if Odell is out another week, I think that they will be, I think that Eli can use Barkley as a weapon on the outside. Sterling Shepard uh, is a wide receiver too. Um, and uh, I think the Ingram, uh, again, if Odell is out, I think the Ingram bumps up to a high tight end, too. He hasn't really been used at all this, this season, uh, to be completely honest, except for in a couple of games where there were other injuries. Really, I'm beginning to believe that his big breakout season in his rookie year last year was because of the fact there were so many injuries to the tight end position or to the wide receiver position for the Giants. So um, I think the Ingram, you can, have, you can find better options to use for your tight end position, but if you're in a pinch... Ingram could possibly at least get you a couple catches for, say, 20 to 30 yards, maybe even 40 yards. Um, if you get a touchdown out of him, it's that much better, um, but I wouldn't count on it out of Ingram this week. Uh, as far as the Colts go, uh, Luck obviously is a quarterback one. He was one of those guys that I was big on the beginning of the year. I thought that um, he had been playing well. His, his average yards per attempt wasn't as high as it had been early in his career. He was still recovering from the shoulder surgery, missing all of last season. Um, but he, is, he has absolutely been uh, phenomenal uh, most of the year. Tailed off a little bit, had some tough defensive matchups. I still think he's in that quarterback one, mid to low quarterback one conversation for this, uh, this game against the Giants. Uh, Hilton I have as a wide receiver two with the upside to put up wide receiver one numbers. Uh, Ebron is a tight end one, uh, you know, middle of the pack to high end tight end one. And Marlon Mack, I have as a running back two. Again, he has put up phenomenal numbers in a few weeks. Um, I just, I can't put him in the running back one conversation until I see, until we see it consistently week after week. And he's had some, some good weeks and some, and some not so great weeks uh, kind of back and forth. So because of that, until I can see more consistency, i I have no problems putting him in the running back too. And, you know, if he, if he has a, a big breakout game again like he did last week, awesome. Uh, but just out of peace of mind and for safety's sake, I like him in that running back too. If you have other options, 
you know, say you, you drafted really big on running backs early and say you've got like a girly and a, you know, maybe even a, uh, let's see who else we got on, on this list here. Um, I would still put, I would probably put uh, Tariq Cohen still above Marlon Mack for this game for this week. That's just kind of how I have those have just to give you a, a, an idea of where I have them ranked. So next game, uh, the Jags at the Dolphins. There's not a whole lot of fantasy relevance at all in this game. Uh, Fournette, I believe at this point, may be a high or maybe a mid to low running back two, depending on how healthy he is for this weekend. And if you need a wide receiver, I think D.D. Westbrook can be like a wide receiver for deep flex play. We're talking 14 to 16 team leagues, I think, is the about the only place I would want to use, want to have to use Westbrook for my lineups. Uh, as far as the Dolphins go, Kenyon Drake, I believe, is a running back three with the upside. He is having, uh, again, we're having personnel issues in, in Dolphins camp. Uh, Adam Gase has you know, not been dealing well with, with Kenyon Drake. Uh, not he, Drake just hasn't been getting the playing time. Obviously, there are some things going on in the locker room that Gase doesn't like. Uh, we've dealt with this mul- with multiple players uh, on the Dolphins over the last two years. Kalen Ballage, again, I think he is a running back three with upside. Um, I'm not trusting any of the wide receivers. Ex- you know, maybe Kenny Stills, I think, is a wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. Um, However, he may be getting uh, Jalen Ramsey of the Jags in the Jags defense um, most of the most of the week. So uh, I do like the Dolphins um, defense and special teams against the Jaguars simply because Cody Kessler is the quarterback. And last week, I think that Cody Kessler may have thrown may have thrown for 100 yards uh, in last week's game. So I think their offense is just going to continue to struggle. So I like the Dolphins defense for this game. Moving on, we have an NFC West divisional matchup, the Rams against the Cardinals uh, in Arizona. After the disappointing week last week where the Rams just couldn't really get anything going against the Philadelphia Eagles, I am somewhat disappointed, honestly, in Goff. I cannot believe, honestly, how much he has struggled. He's almost reverted back to, you know, to the year, uh, two years ago when he just, you know, know, he had a horrible coach, really wasn't working well with him. I think what was it? I saw a set over the last three games. Jared Goff has thrown for one touchdown and seven interceptions, and he's been like the was a quarterback number twenty or something like that. Um, so I think that he is a he is a high end quarterback too. I don't put him in that quarterback one conversation because the Cardinals' pass defense has the ability to stop the pass. It's their run defense really that's just got awful. So I think that Gurley is you know, obviously still in that running back one conversation. As far as the wide receivers go, Woods is a wide receiver two with upside. Cook's wide receiver two, can put up wide receiver one numbers. Reynolds is a wide receiver three, um, who if he gets in the end zone and just the usage could uh, put up wide receiver two numbers. If you're going to use the defense against the Cardinals because they just cannot get anything going. And obviously, like I said, Gurley is a running back one. For the Cardinals, uh, David Johnson is a running back too, simply because of usage, how much he gets used. They, you know, they really have no other weapons other than Larry Fitzgerald, who at this point is a wide receiver three or four max. That's about the best I can put for Fitz. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if he retires uh, at the end of this season. So, uh, moving on, we got uh, about halfway through the games now. 
We got four more to go. Uh, the Bears versus the 49ers. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, I have as a quarterback one, low end quarterback one against the 49ers. I think that uh, the the Bears passing game can get some things going against that 49ers defense as long as the field conditions in San Francisco are better than they were last week against the Seahawks. Uh, everyone was slipping and sliding all over the middle of the field. It didn't matter what team you were on, uh, whether you were running back, defense, wide receiver, everyone was having trouble uh, keeping their footing. But I think that uh, this week, if as long as the, the, the field is set a little bit better, um, Trubisky can put up low-end quarterback one numbers. Cohen, I, again, I have as a running back two. Uh, with his usage and his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, can put up running back one numbers. Uh, Jordan Howard, I have as a low end running back two. Uh, remember that he he basically just uh, he is kind of the power back in the, of the of the duo between him and Tariq Cohen. Uh, Carson is a power back last week. Put up uh, what do we say on twenty seven touches? Put up one hundred and forty eight yards. Now that includes some a uh, little bit of pass catching, but that means that you know that there should be plenty for both those two running backs to put up against the 49ers defense. Trey Burton is a tight end too. A lot of us hope that he would be that low end tight end one this year is just not happening, especially the last few weeks. Um, mid season was just horrible. It's I think Trubisky is starting to get the rhythm back with Burton after the shoulder injury. So, and then again, you're going to use the bears DST. They've been the number one defense all season and Al or, uh, I think that uh, A-Rob at wide receiver can – he's a wide receiver two or three. Again, I think that he can put up wide receiver two numbers pretty easily. It all depends on how well uh, the teams are able to uh, keep their footing on that uh, field in San Francisco. Actually, it's Santa Clara, to be completely honest. Uh, the 49ers, Matt Breed is running back two. Dante Pettis, I have as a wide receiver three with good upside. He's had you know phenomenal last three or four weeks. And obviously, George Kittle is a tight end one. Just his ability to catch the ball um, and and make plays after the catch is has just been absolutely phenomenal. He has been a, a fantasy godsend in the tight end position this year. And so, you obviously, if if you have him on your team, you're running him out there, even as a flex. I know a guy that's in championship league, championship game in one of my leagues. He has both Kittle and Ertz playing. Uh, he has Kittle in his, it is as his flex and Ertz as his tight end. Um, and it's, it's worked out well for him all year. Uh, the Steelers against the Saints. I have been, Big Ben as a quarterback too. The main reason is that Big Ben's, you know, this is historically just uh, people refuse to believe this no matter how much the data reads out on this. Big Ben, his splits Home and away, he is 10 points better in fantasy at home than he is away. I understand that this is a big game. Saints' uh, pass defense has been known to give up a little bit. I'm still low on Big Ben for this week. I think I have him as maybe a low-end quarterback one. Um, I feel safer putting him at a quarterback two. I think that he can put up low-end quarterback one numbers. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Jalen Samuels will be a running back, running back two, possibly. I think he can put up tight end one numbers. Um, the thing about the Saints is the Saints' run defense has been really good this year. I think they are the third best, not in in terms of how many fantasy points that they have given up to the running back position. So it could be a little bit tough for Samuels. 
but again, if he's if you can use him at tight end, I definitely think he's worth playing there. Uh, uh, Antonio Brown is obviously a wide receiver one. Juju, uh, wide receiver two, one. He's kind of on that that uh, that uh, kind of that corner right there, going back and forth, kind of that uh, wide receiver ten to wide receiver thirteen range. So definitely worth using uh, in this matchup against the Saints. As far as the Saints go, you're going to use the big four. That's I mean, quarterback one. Drew Brees is going to put up his numbers. Kamara, I think, is a He's moving to that mid to low end running back one. Again, the Steelers are very good. They're in the top five in the league in uh, in terms of how well they play against pass-catching running backs. Uh, as of a couple weeks ago, they were number, I want to say number five, uh, only giving up 350 yards uh, receiving to receiving running backs and had not given up a touchdown yet. Or maybe they had only given up like three or four. So... Uh, they are very tough against receiving running backs. However, Kamara is just, he is one of those special players that can just manage to get it done anyways. So I think I have him more as a low-end running back one. Uh, Mark Ingram running back two with running back one upside. And Michael Thomas is a wide receiver one, one of the top five in the league. So uh, moving to the Sunday night football game, the Chiefs and the Seahawks. Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback one. As far as the running backs go, whether it's Spencer Ware or Damian Williams, I think they're kind of that running back two range. Um, possibly able to put up running back one numbers. We'll kind of see how the Seahawks uh, come back from last week. I know that the Chiefs came off a disappointing loss to the uh, to the Chargers in Thursday Night Football. The Seahawks off a disappointing loss to the 49ers. So I think that this could be a really good game. Um, Hill, obviously, Tyreek is a wide receiver one. Kelsey is a tight end one. Uh, you know, both of them are top five at their position. As far as the Seahawks go, uh, Wilson, I believe, is a low-end quarterback one. He could put up big numbers against this Chiefs defense. Uh, Carson is a running back two with the ability to put up running back one numbers. Again, we went over this in the news that uh, when uh, Rashad Penny has been out, Carson has put up. Uh, 120 plus yards on 20 plus uh, touches um, and has three touchdowns, I believe, in the three games that Rashad Penny has missed. So uh, Carson is a running back two with the possibility of getting up into that one running back one echelon. Uh, Lockett is a wide receiver two, low end wide receiver two. He is, I want to say, wide receiver number 19 or 20 in PPR leagues right now. Uh, so he has, you know, he has that boomer bust potential. Uh, the ability to get uh, to get beyond the secondary. Uh, basically, he is Seattle's version um, of Tyreek Hill. And then as far as Baldwin goes, if he is healthy and ready to go, I put him at a wide receiver too just because of how much um, Russell Wilson trusts him, especially in pressure situations uh, when he's having to uh, flood out of the pocket. Uh, I think that Baldwin could put up wide receiver two numbers and possibly get another you know one, maybe even two touchdowns uh, this week against the Chiefs. And moving on, the last game, this is the last game we are covering for the 2018 season. And it's the Broncos and the Raiders, two teams that will make the playoffs in Monday Night Football. So that's a whole lot of fun. Uh, however, there are a couple players in here that could make or break your fantasy championship, starting off with Philip Lindsay, the undrafted rookie who made the Pro Bowl, first undrafted rookie to do that as a running back. Um, he is a running back too. Again, has the uh, ability to make um, that running back one number. 
he does not they don't use him a whole lot catching the ball he has the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield they just don't use the broncos don't use him that way and i think if they did he could you know put up absolutely insane numbers but for right now i think he's a running back two for this week against the raiders defense uh that gives up a lot of yardage on the ground as far as the running back or as far as the wide receivers go sutton and hamilton i think are both wide receiver threes depending on how the game flow goes they could put up wide receiver two numbers but i've Safe to say there are wide receiver threes and there are better options out there for you. Uh, I really like the Broncos' defense in this just because <clears throat> the Raiders are that bad. Uh, the only people I want on the Raiders, and really I don't even want them, I would be Doug, Marlin, Doug Martin or Jalen Richard. I think they're running back threes at best, uh, though they have been putting up better numbers. I don't want Derek Carr just because I think that he could absolutely get pummeled uh, by the Broncos pass rush. And Jared Cook is that kind of mid-range tight end one uh, leading the uh, leading the Raiders in receiving not only, I believe that he's leading in receptions as well as yards and receiving touchdowns. So um, that's it. Again, we want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to us this year. Uh, we wish you all the best uh, for your championship games. Uh, and we are looking forward to bringing you guys more this next season. Uh, again, thank you so much for everything that you guys have done for us. We hope that we've been able to provide you the insight and the stats that you guys needed to rule your guys' leagues. Again, my name is Ryan Skullrude. This has been the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, and as we sign off for 2018, I want to wish you guys all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we will see you guys next season. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues. five-hour energy it works fast it works long it tastes good and with zero sugar and four calories there's nothing holding you back fits your pocket fits your backpack fits your on-the-go life whether you're going to work going on vacation or just going out with friends five-hour energy energy on the go for more information visit fivehourenergy.com